Episode 80 of Slam City, guys. This is Raymond Moore here, Mr. Mech, on a nice and breezy day in New York City right now. Well, you know what? Shout out to Jeremy. He tweeted me talking about he might come back. Really oh, yeah. He might come next week, maybe. Yeah, man. Get your really white behind <laughs> back up here, man. I mean, he's, he's done his uh, law school for like a year already. Well, it's mm -hmm. fine because we're in the same school, but I don't really see him around because his schedule is like in the morning. My class is like at night, but... It'll be interesting to see we both graduate at the same time and you know, it'll be cool if he gets his degree and he can always be an agent or a lawyer. It's one of those two with the lawyer. It's time to come through here and chop it up with us regular folks. Yeah. And that law stuff is a lot of work though. Mm -hmm. A lot of reading. I was thinking of being a lawyer at some point, but I'm like when I read this book about lawyers and how many cases they read, I'm like, I can't do this hell. It's just too many cases you gotta learn by heart to be a great lawyer. I started I I, I you know what? Let me tell you the truth. I may still go really yeah I'm i was thinking of that but i'm in a master degree right now for journalism and then i was thinking of getting a phd in communications because i really want to change the way the journalism outlook is in terms of salary and mm -hmm. getting people getting these benefits even for the local companies internally too like because i feel like we're not in livable salary most of these you're not and i'm like i want to change that it has to be a way i know there's a way and just not figure it out but i, I want to figure it out a lot of journalism has been replaced with content production yeah it's not really about journalism it's about content and that's what i hate too like everything is digital now and yeah. everything and then what i see digital equals lazy journalism where you just write Absolutely. stuff up, up up thinking it's all good and everything and people will like it but there's no fact there's no like i go out there and i interview this person and i interview this person i put them together the story like i like that journalism mm -hmm. this journalism Look, it's all good if I get paid a lot of money for it, but at the end of the day, I'm just like, I just missed the whole, oh, I'm a reporter, let me go over there, talk to this guy, mm -hmm. this person, this person, and put Actually the story together. Answers. Yeah, instead mm -hmm. of the digital journalism, where they give you stuff, and you're going to like put it in there and stuff on the web, it's, it's just laziness. Pretty lazy, pretty corny. Yeah, but you know, going to, transitioning to this into now sports now, you know, but a lot of stuff has been happening in the past couple of days, you had the draft, we got the playoffs. Uh, you got baseball, Yankees being rained down, and some trades between Yankees and men, stuff like that. It's a lot of interesting, but we'll start about this draft before we get to the playoffs. So, as you know, NBA draft was on Tuesday, and was it like the first, I guess the Suns got number one pick? Mm -hmm. and then it worked out pretty much how everybody expected it to. Yeah. The Knicks ended up with the ninth pick. And the Cavs got like the eighth pick, I think, or something like Which that. Which is ridiculous. Yeah, I guess it's fixed again, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. I mean, look at the Cavs got the eighth, and they got the ninth. And I look at that and I'm just like, man, the Knicks can't catch Rake to be in the top five at least. Yeah. But you know that was gonna happen because they'd be number ninth pick. I mean, but thankfully, thankfully it's a pretty loaded draft class. It is. So even even at pick number nine, what what's cracking me up is we have the pick that everybody thought we'd have, which is nine, and everybody believes we'll have the Bridge Brothers. Available. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, MJP. They they flirt talking about him. And who's the point guard that everybody uh Sexton? Or was it the not guy him. No, um who's the guy? He was from he's he's international. No 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 that, he's from not here. Him. Oh he's from here? He's from here, light skinned kid. Oh Trey Young? Trey Young. Oh people oh. were talking about maybe Trey coming through. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna come though. Um no. I I don't think he's gonna make it down that far. Yeah, I don't think so either. I mean look at the history of the ninth picks and Last year was Dennis Smith Jr. because mm -hmm. you know we had Frank. Which we had we yeah, had a chance, we had, but we had picked. I'm not blaming Frank for getting picked. I think still he's gonna be great. Okay, I just think he needs development. And once he becomes great, then he might be the the steal of the draft, or it may be Donovan Mitchell who's becoming the steal of the draft with number 13. Mm -hmm. I mean, <clears throat> looking at the history of the ninth pick, though, last year was Dennis Smith Jr. The year before that was Jacoby. Cody, who's on Utah, who's in Toronto Raptors now. Frank Kaminsky, who's on Hornets. Nolan Volley, who's on the Hornets, uh, Trey Burke. That's funny, mm -hmm. Trey Burke was a nice pick in 2013. Uh, Andre Drummond, that's pretty good. He's become a good player, serviceable. I think he's like a second or third tier player, so I don't have nothing against that. Mm -hmm. uh, Kimball Walker. He is, yeah, 2011. And there's some there's some thing about trading a ninth pick and a couple of pieces for Kimball Walker. I'm like, that's a horrible trade for the Knicks. No, why do you want Kimball Walker? I wouldn't trade any. I, I'd, I'd leave what, first of all, would we you have trade a, him for Kawhi or DeRozan? It would only make sense to trade for Kawhi. In my opinion, I don't think I want to trade DeRozan. DeRozan's not a guy who can be a main guy. I think he's like a complimentary piece where he could be like a second or third scorer. I, I think we have point guards who can see that kind of potential with the right development. Yeah. I don't think we need to go invest on a dude who's already out here doing his thing. Like, that's fine, but 
the Knicks need to start the Knicks need to start thinking long term, like not short term. Not we're trying to win within the next year. That's an old mentality. We're right. trying to think about the future. We need to do what Boston did. Boston it looks monstrous right now. They got Fuck Kawhi. Well, well, Kyrie or Gordon Haywood. Without <laughs> without those dudes, they are smashing the Cavaliers. Yeah, we'll go into that too as soon as we get. But yes, track, I would. But. If, I would not be. The one person too. Oh wait, was it? Twenty ten was Gordon Haywood, not a good player. Uh, Demar Derozan, not a good player. Uh, DJ Augustine, solid player. Joe no, we already know because I don't, mm-hmm. don't want to talk about Joe No, He was good, but then he, now he's trash. Now I don't know what, what's happening to him. Uh, Patrick O'Brien, he's okay. <clears throat> Eagle Dalla, until twenty four in two thousand four, just pretty good. Eagle Dalla's a good player. I I still think Frank could be like Eagle Dalla to us. I don't think he could be a guy who can count on but he can be that guy where he he's passive but he he's aggressive he'll get to the basket he can guard multiple positions he's mm-hmm. like six five might go six 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 seven for all we know so that's why i think it could be that i see him as more of a, a Kawhi Leonard. for a frank yeah defensively puts on some weight but he's already a defensive stopper he just needs like to be offense yeah he, he just needs offense. to get his offense together and once that happens once the, he picks up like a jump shot he doesn't even need a lot a mid-range jump shot. He'll be a best. He one of the good two-way players in the league. Then I don't know if he'll be an all-star, but he'll be a good two-way no, player. No, but I mean, he, I, he, if he gets to that Kawhi level, then he's definitely doing all-star things. I mean, first of all, you mix his defense. Kawhi. Everybody forgets Kawhi wasn't always an offensive-minded yeah. player. He was defense first. He was a lockdown defender. They set him on the other team's best player because they also had Tim Duncan, Janobi, and Parker. So all you right. do is just be a defensive stopper for now until he grew and into whatever he was now. You know, yeah. Now he's scoring baskets like at will, and mm-hmm. he can lock you up on the other end. Oh, he's like Michael Jordan, man. I'm telling you, the way he was, he he, he could defend and score like Frank he's Michael is, Jordan. Frank has that. Frank has that um, defensive prowess already. Yeah, he just needs to develop an offense, and I think I think the coaches, the coaching staff. I heard Nick Van Exel's not coming. Did he, you see that? Yeah, I heard about he that. He tweeted. He somebody said, "Yo, this mean we get Nick the quick on the Nick staff," and he tweeted back, "Nah." Nah, I don't know what's happening with that. Bump that. I hope that they get Mike Woodson or something as assistant coach. So he can come back and you know we have that next culture again of because de- man, Mike Woodson was here. At least their defense was like. Fifth in efficiency rating. Ever mm-hmm. since then, though, they've been down almost every year. And uh, and he's done a good job, Wilson, when he had the right pieces around him to be mm-hmm. a defensive team, in which they were. And, you know, they had a chance to be in the, in the Eastern Conference Finals, but, you know, they lost to the Pacers because they got panicky while the uh, Carmelo doing what he can, but then Tyson Chandler and J.R. Smith didn't show up, so that kind of messed them up a lot. A lot. Um, yeah, well, 1999, Sean Marion. 1998, Dirk Nowitzki. You know, that happened. Mm-hmm. Hall of Famer right there. Tracy McGrady, 97. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's good. I mean, these are the ninth picks? Yeah, these are the ninth picks. Like, these are good picks. Like, it's not bad. These are, these are actually pretty good. And that's why I'm like, pan- people are panicking, like, oh, they got a ninth pick. And I'm like, you know, at the end of the day, you could pick somebody at number one, number two, and then what? Well, you don't develop the player, then it's a, it's a bust then. Mm-hmm. I mean, the thing about drafts is that at the end of the day, it's about... Can you develop this player? You know, can he become what he is meant to become? You know, he could be number one and be great. He could be number thirty-two or thirty-four, like Draymond Green was. Yeah. He could be great, or he could be Ginobili, another player who's a second round. Uh, Isaiah Thomas, who's a small guy, but he's still good. Like, it's all about development, about work ethic, of course. But yeah, it's I believe everything has to be with coaching and development. So mm-hmm. the Knicks could pick, like I said, they could get some somebody from a ninth pick that could be steal the draft. And he mm-hmm. could be a better player than everybody else in the draft. Which I believe is like, like I said, I think as long as we get a, as long as we get a coach who can develop, I like, I like Fizz's, um, the way he was talking to the players who came through to see him. Yeah. What he said to Moutier. Oh yeah, we're gonna help you. We're gonna fix you. We he said we're gonna get to work. <laughs> kid. We're gonna be a hell of. Oh, they're gonna trade it, trade him, and then for somebody else. You know, they, they say that now, but then they're like, oh, we're going to trade this the guy. The only person who it seems to me was in any danger of being traded was Kyle Quinn. He was the only, and Lance Thomas. He didn't say anything to Lance. He didn't say anything to Kyle. Tell him how they're getting traded. Because I would, I would package those two up real quick. From who, though? And I don't know. For a pick? Or for, like, a, a player, maybe? I don't, I don't know. I don't know if for a pick. I mean, maybe for a pick you get another center in a pick. Maybe or you get maybe a, a power forward. Maybe no, we got we got power forward. We, we'll get a power forward in our with our. I think Mikhail is is the right bridge that we need 
for small forward. Yeah. He, he, but can he be a guy that can be like a second scorer or number, or number one? Shot. He seems to get his own shot fairly, fairly regularly. So. Can he be number one? I don't know if he can be a main guy. We don't know that. We don't know, we don't know these guys in the draft like that. They can be number one, they can be number two. And it doesn't make a difference because they still need Porzingis. And Dennis he's the key Smith everything. Dennis is the number one on his team right now. Yeah, but he's also not efficient. I mean, it's his first year, but he's not. I mean, yeah, we'll see what he does what he, second look year. Look what he did. Like, he's the man on that team. That's, oh, yeah. Also got Harrison Barnes, too. But he's not the man. He's like. Right. No, Dennis yeah. Smith is the man on that team. And he carried that whole squad. He didn't. Wait, am I thinking of. Who, who thinking did of Donovan Mitchell. I'm thinking of Donovan Mitchell. Because that's what you did. They didn't even get close to the playoffs. Right. No, he, he's not. You're right. He's not consistent. They wanted to tank, and look what happened. They dropped down to two slots that they were supposed to be at. Yeah. And that's Adam Silver saying, yeah, that's what you get for tanking. So don't tank next time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we definitely should have lost a few of those last Yeah, but then what? What if Adam Silver drops us to 10th then if we did that? Because, you know, y'all, NBA, they, they look at teams that tank, they drop below them. Like, they're supposed to be at this pick, the number two, mm-hmm. but they drop to four or five. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, they see it. They mean it's rigged. It is all rigged. It has to be rigged at some point. Like, the Cavaliers, like, for the past couple of drafts, they were, like, number one every time. Mm-hmm. Like, isn't that kind of rigged? Like, they got number one pick in Kyrie Irving, got number one pick in uh, Andrew Wiggins or something, and then they trade him away that draft. Like, there's just so much stuff. It's all rigged, most of the stuff. But, yeah, like, the Knicks right now, they just, they got to develop the player. So, if they get, whoever they get ninth pick, just please develop them. That's all I'm asking for. Because if they don't do that, it doesn't matter what they do. You know, they could get the best player in the draft and he doesn't look good or whatever. You just need to get the right system around them. And hopefully, David Fisdale can develop these guys into becoming good, solid players. They're mentally tough. Thankfully, we have a new coach by the time it's draft time. That too. That helps because it's not like before last year where we fired Phil Jackson after they did the pick. Right. And then uh, it was a different, you know, Scott Perry and all that. But he didn't make the pick on Frank and kill him. So it's right. like, but like I said, I don't blame Frank because it's just like he was in a bad situation. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, what, what if the Spurs pick Frank and kill in that draft? What would people be saying? Oh, it's a steal because now because he could develop him into some kind but, of superstar. But that's because we know we know what Pop does. Yeah, we know what. Look what he did now with like Dan Murray. Murray roster. Well, yeah, Murray with like, a, with like a beat up roster and no Kawhi Leonard. And they still, still made the playoffs. Yeah. If, if the Knicks had the Spurs record, we wouldn't be complaining. We'd be saying, great season. Great season. Let's do it again. Let's improve for next year. Like, if we... How many years consecutive has have the Spurs made the playoffs? Oh, my like, goodness. Since, like, 1998? Yeah, like... <laughs> All of them, basically, like, like since Popovich showed up. Tim Duncan, well, yeah. They draft Tim Duncan to, yeah, Popovich there, and then Robinson, Kawhi, yeah, yeah, like Robinson, Robinson in the guys. building. We, they've made the playoffs consistently. So my thing is not to get caught up in that New York mentality of must win now, must win now, must win now, and set something up where you look like Boston because I got it as much as I don't like the town of Boston. Man, I don't like the town either. The I, I can't Celtics stand there. are looking amazing with with not all of their pieces on the floor with Kyrie and Hayward out. I wonder how I wonder, how I wonder how um, my my feels about that because she's like a big time she's Boston. Ecstatic. I know. She's ecstatic. <laughs> she likes my timeline up every time I turn around. I know it's so, Boston, Boston. What I don't know what Vondi Carlos is saying right now. Shout out to Let's, you, it's my mind. <laughs> I want to see what Vondi Carlos is saying right now on Twitter about all this stuff because you know the last time I, I was on it, she was saying all that stuff. Oh, it's okay. It's on game one. It'll be fine. I want to see what game two now and everything. Oh, her LeBron love? Yeah, because, you know, she's like the number number one fan. I think she's more of a fan than Nick Wright and Colin Coward and other people that like LeBron a lot. Like, she's legit, like, number one fan. And I will argue against anybody she's not the number one fan. Yeah, I don't. I, that's a sucker's bet. I've never seen anybody ride for LeBron that hard. I mean, she rides him so... Like, it's, like, ridiculous. Every time... She, he does something great. Like, even today, I saw on Bleach Report, right, there was, like, breaking news. And it was about, oh, LeBron drilled 12 straight three-pointer shots after morning shoot-around or whatever. How's that news, though? It's not, it's not news, dude. <laughs> what, so what? Other people don't do that, too? We think Curry doesn't do that, do that, too? Or Thompson or whatever, the other shooters, like, they don't do it after practice? Like, it makes no sense. Oh, my. Like, see, stuff like that, it's just, like, that, that's what makes me hate LeBron. And I don't hate LeBron. I just hate LeBron fans. Like, they hype him up too much. This guy can get, like, oh, 
uh, first time breaking news, LeBron drank like this amount of water or something. <laughs> like they, they will, that's what they will do though. And then, or ESPN like I remember one time, one night I think I think Carmelo had like a triple double, right? And then it was like nothing. It was like whatever. Mm-hmm. Then LeBron had on the same night LeBron had a triple double. Oh LeBron, it's triple double. This and that like. I don't understand. Like, what is this hype about LeBron so much? Because he's the face of the league. And they feel like they need to, that's what they need to do. They need to keep him being the face of the league. I know, but it's just like, man, the guy, there's other people that do some stuff that he does, and yet they don't get, like, any of the, you know, Because they're not the face of the league. Makes no sense, though. really doesn't. Except maybe Stephen Curry and James Harden and Durant. But they even they get good stats and sometimes they just be like, oh, whatever. They're not the face of the league, bro. He's the face I of the league. Oh, Curry used to be face of the league until he lost. But right, then, but even then, he's still... It's still different. At least he's just better when Curry's on the court, though. And he's, like, healthy and stuff. But she's, she's basically tweeted, oh, there's nothing to worry about, all this stuff, zero concern because they were down 3-1. I'm like, and, that, and then I told her it's different this year, though. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. And then she's like... And then sarcastic thing, of course, you know, sarcastically, <laughs> whatever. But she's like, so I want to see what happens on Saturday when they, um, if they lose again, let's just say. Because I was talking to one of our um, owners here. He was telling me that, um, his name is Rudy. He was telling me, oh, um, they might get swept, the Cavaliers. They might just finish this off and four. For all we know, the Celtics. <laughs> the way the Celtics are looking. Like, listen, man, game one. And I like to, like, record stuff, too, like DVR and watch the game over again. But game one was a complete beatdown mm-hmm. from beginning to end. It's like, mm-hmm. in the beginning, Cavs had, like, a, a two or three-point lead. Looking like, oh, they're going to carry this. They're going to be good. Then I know where the Celtics just burst it out. Mm-hmm. And then it was, like, a 19-6. to six, And then and it was, they like. Never let again. They, never, they never trailed again. Yeah, like, Jalen Brown was just hanging in against J.R. Smith. Mm-hmm. And Terry Rozier was being aggressive. And, and Jason Tame was, even as a rookie, this guy's a rookie. And he's the Eastern Conference Finals, and he's mm-hmm. balling against J.R. Smith and other people. Mm-hmm. Like, he looks like he's, like, two years in the league or three years in the league. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't believe, I feel like Jason Team has become a steal of that draft over Marquis Fultz, over Dominic Mitchell, too. And they still don't have Kyrie or Gordon Haywood, or Gordon Haywood on the floor. And a banged-up Marcus Smart and who's playing have, his life kind of, on What kind of picks do they have this year? Don't they have, like, some... Don't they still have the Nets picks? They still have the Nets pick, I think. Um, they still have picks, though, but they don't, they don't care. They, they're so stacked I right mean, now. I mean, but yeah. that's my whole point. They're, they're looking to be insane. For the next 10 to 15 years, in needs a conference. Dude. If, uh, if they stay LeBron intact. wants to win another ring. What, you know what would be the most villainous thing ever if LeBron went to the Boston Celtics? They'll take you yeah, that. That would be, <laughs> that would be ridiculous. If he went to the Boston Celtics... Kyrie would leave and go to... Oh, Kyrie's like, oh, screw field. this, man. I'm out. Yo. I he'd can't go to, do this. he go to Philly. he go to Philly. <laughs> or he just trade to the Spurs or something. You know what? Let's just trade him to the Spurs. We'll get Kawhi Leonard and that's it. He can't it. go to Houston. They got too many point guards. Yeah, but Houston's like stacking. It's like I think this is like a one and done for Houston, in my opinion. They don't win it this year. They're not going to win it next year. You think they're going to break the team up? They, you, you don't win it this year the way you're breaking records and stuff. You're not going to win it next year. I mean, sometimes it's a one-year wonder. It's kind of hard to be consistently well every single year. Like if you're Golden State or the, the Bulls in the 90s or the 80s, the Lakers or the Celtics, like those teams. And, you know, people will be going crazy about the whole small ball lineup and the Rockets and the Warriors, and we'll discuss that too since we mm-hmm. finished more about the Celtics and Cavs. But, like, it actually started, like, in the 70s, actually, with the Knicks when they were playing small ball lineup. Right, I remember that. The Butcher was, like, 6'6". Six, six. Reed was, like, 6'9", or whatever. Like, he was short. They, they were mm-hmm. short players, and they did the small ball lineup. So then everybody started doing it now. But they really, they started in that stuff. And mm-hmm. it works because, you know, you have more versatility. You can do this and that. You can defend. You can you can run with your center and stuff. And the center behind will be slow enough. So it's like, it works. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like this Celtics game, like game one was such a beatdown <clears throat> that LeBron making, of course, oh, I know he was concerned and everything. And then, you know, game two came along, right? And it was all pumped up. LeBron was scoring like 21 in the first quarter, made a fadeaway three and everything. Mm-hmm. For a second, I was just like, oh, maybe they'll win this game because, you know, it's game two or whatever. Then it was 55-48 heading into the second half. And then mm-hmm. the Celtics just went on another run again. And then from that point on, I'm, I'm going to tell you, Marcus Smart is like yeah. a poor man. I'm going to say, I mean, should I say poor man? Maybe a rich man. I don't know. He might be a poor man or or middle class John Starks. In my, and I was talking, my brother was telling me this. He's, he's a bigger John Starks. Yeah, my brother was telling me, he's like, He's kind of like John Starks. And I'm like, you know what? That's actually not a bad comparison. Because I'm like, 
he's he plays tough on defense. Mm-hmm. He, he he hustles for everything. I mean, the guy had like yeah, at least three day. or four offensive rebounds in game two, and they were like touches, uh, mm-hmm. getting the ball back, or just to miss a shot. Like he was doing all this stuff with a banged up hand, a banged up knee. Like he was like really, he's not he's not even healthy. And he's playing out there hard as you you know he's the heart of the team basically. Mm-hmm. He's the heart of the team. He. If he plays well, they all play well because he hustles and does this. He makes threes out of nowhere in LeBron's face, which is crazy because right he's not even face. a three-point shooter. But when he could be streaky, though, when he's on the three-point shot, he's great. Right in his face. Yeah, and, and you know, like, this guy can guard anybody. He's, he just locked up J.R. Smith for the past two games. Well. Smith hasn't done nothing. He's, he's well. two of 16. Two of 16. Like, that, that time, you know, J.R. Smith's been struggling. I mean, check out this stat, though. When LeBron James is out 2-0 in Eastern Conference playoffs, he's a combined 6-0 in games 3 and 4. Well, mm-hmm. game 3 and 4 are going to be at home. So, hopefully they play better. But the mm-hmm. problem is, can they play better? Because you have a young and hungry Celtics team who's just fast, athletic, long. I don't think they can deal with, I don't think they can deal with those boys. And, and the thing is, they're not even playing Kyrie or Gordon Haywood. And yeah. it's just like, could they have played better than this for Gordon Haywood and, and Kyrie? Or would have been like a struggle because they'll be focusing on Kyrie and Gordon Hayward more. No, I think I think it'd be better because if you're playing team ball, first of all, you got a closer like Kyrie. But he plays team ball. Okay, but here, here's the other part of it. I'm not sure. The well, only thing that really makes me question is could could they learn? Would we have known that Terry Rozier? And uh, what's the other dude? The, the light-skinned kid who's hitting all the shots now. Uh, wait. Marcus Smart? No, it's not no, Marcus not Smart. Marcus Smart. No. Um, Terry Rozier. What? Uh, Shane Larkin? He's not playing, No, though. not Larkin. Uh, he's not playing in the series. Uh, Jason Tatum. Tatum. Yeah. Would we have known that those two guys were as good as they were had Haywood and, um, and, and uh, good point. Kyrie still been in the lineup? See, we might not have known that. Now, now <clears throat> they're becoming playoff all stars. Kyrie, Kyrie, exactly. So now Kyrie Irving and Gordon Haywood come back in the lineup, right? And now they're starting, and they're doing exactly what we believe a starting lineup with Kyrie Irving, Gordon Haywood, and and uh, Jason Tatum. No, 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 not Jason Tatum. What, what's Brown? No, the dude who they have who plays center. Oh, Al Horford. Horford. Yeah. They're doing exactly what a lineup with those three dudes in it. We they they're doing exactly what we think they're gonna do, yeah. which is ball out of control. Right? Yeah. Coming off the bench. I don't think they come off the bench though. I think they're gonna be starting lineup next year if it's fully healthy. What position? Terry Rozier plays the two. No, uh, I think Terry Rozier might be traded. I don't think so. Well, maybe come off the bench then. I don't think so. Think think about what kind of bench you have. If you had Troy Rozier off the bench, which I think he will be fine with because he was playing bench the whole season. He doesn't season. care. Yeah, he, he doesn't, doesn't care. I don't think yeah. he cares. I like, think right now, yeah, getting a ring, he's building up his resume so he can get out here and like really get busy. Yeah. I don't think he cares. And he's still con- I think he's still on the contract. Um, but the starting line will be next year will be Kyrie, uh, Jason Tatum probably, Jalen Brown, Goran Haywood, and Al Holford. That's your lineup. That's your small ball lineup, kind of too. And then, coming off the bench, you have all these dudes. Terrible here, Smart, Marcus Smart. These guys, like it's deep. It's, it's deep. Beyond deep, they have like <laughs> a first. They have a starting five coming off the bench. They probably have the best starting five in the league, the probably besides Ooh, Golden State. That, maybe that team fully is healthy. so scary, and we haven't even factored in what they're gonna pull out of the draft this year. <sighs> it's just so with deep. the next pick. Yeah. I mean, the Celtics, they lead a best of 7-2-0, right, for the 30th time in team history. They have yet to lose one of those series. So what does that tell you? That they're probably going to win this series. Yeah. Whatever, it's in 4 or 5 or 6. I think 5. Yeah, Jalen Brown comes off the bench, right? You get Jalen Brown coming off the bench or he, or he goes he starts. to the 2. He's, no, he's starting now. So he, gets, he goes to the 2. Because I'm, to, I'm talking about once Kyrie comes They have 3 fours in the lineup. And no, one of them can play shooting I'm guard. I'm only talking about when... Um, yeah, they'll protect Kyrie. I'm... They'll literally have, like, four defenders and the score, of course. And they'll just have to protect Kyrie. That's it. And Gordon else... Haywood is a small forward. Yeah. So, Kyrie at the point. Yeah. Right? Um, who, who's at the two? Uh, either Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum. doesn't matter which. They both could be shooting guard, small forward. Okay, so let's just say Jalen Brown. Yeah, and Jason um, Tatum. Jason Tatum, is, you still have him starting. Yeah, starting four. So he's at this point just starting, man. You can't. Okay, he can't so then what does Gordon Hayward play? Power forward. Okay, so and Horford at the five. Yeah. 
Okay. That's your lineup right there. Okay, so you still have that you're not playing. Yeah. Terry Rozier. On the bench. Marcus Smart. Yeah. Um, Marcus Morris. Oh, yeah, Marcus Morris, too. Forgot about him. Aaron Baines. Yeah. Um, Greg Monroe. Yeah, he's still on the team. Shane Larkin. Yeah, he's still pretty good. Um, Jonathan Gibson. It's okay. And the rest of the dudes don't really even matter. Those are the, the other dudes are pretty strong. Yeah, like, they, I mean, so like, they're like, I've already yeah. gone through enough yeah. that you, you have a starting five. You have a 10-deep team, at least. Thing. You have, like, a 10-deep, 11-team-deep team. So, and you have Brad Stevens is like, the superstar coach in this series. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, Greg Popovich-like, kind of, you know? I mm-hmm. mean, Greg Popovich is great. Yeah, Greg Popovich is the best coach in the league. Then you have Brad Stevens, number two. Mm-hmm. Or you can have Steve Kerr number two or number three. It doesn't matter which. They're, they're, they're in the top five of coaches. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, he, this guy is coaching his butt off in the series. And he figured out something about LeBron. Even though LeBron's getting, like, 40 and triple-double, but he struggled a little bit in the first game. That's the game he had the same thing, too. But he's figured it out. Mm-hmm. I just, it's, it's about LeBron get all his points he wants, but nobody else can get points. That's pretty much what it is. What it is. Yeah, he's getting 40 a night. And it's still not enough. Yeah, no, it's still getting blown out. No, it's not. It's not even remotely enough. And it's, it's funny. It's getting blown. It's just like people talk about LeBron as the greatest and everything, but you can't lose to this team without Kyrie and Garner. He were not playing. I mean, it just looks he's, bad. He's still, he, it doesn't take away from what he is, but I understand what you're coming. It looks bad. From. Like if you lose to this team, it looks horrible. You lost to Dallas Mavericks 2011, and you were that was a good and team. And you were guard up though by Jason Terry. That was a good team though. But by Jason Terry. Jason Terry was be- a better player back then. But he's like 35 that year, I think, and, Dude, he, and he got cares. locked up. He was, he was he was hooping back. He was a small guy. Back. You're 260. You got locked up by a small guy. And I guy? think a lot of a lot of what. Uh, listen, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I know, but I'm, I'm not saying like Carlo here. I'm not. I'm not sitting here rooting for LeBron. I was over though. I'm just keeping it. I'm keeping it a buck. Like that was a well done team, well coached team. Yeah, it was. Uh, it it, it ran most of the time. And with Jason Kidd. Running, running the floor running on the any show. team. Yeah, look what he did when he was with the Knicks. Yeah, make a good point. There we so go. So I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't fault necessarily LeBron just, for not being able to pull it together with that squad. You can't be the goal if you got and, locked up by Jason Terry though. Dirk was still, Dirk still had some pieces of his prime left, and he was, he you can't still block balling. that shot. Yeah, he was still balling. Yeah. Back then. Yeah, I mean, you can't block he's that right shot. now too. I mean, he's old, but he can still he can still make shots over people. No, he's good. He's good for a double double if he gets his head together. Yeah, he's good for he's a double double. He can still play. Um, but the thing is, I'm like, you can't get locked up by you can't be a, the goal and be locked up by, by Jason, Jason Terry. Terry. Jason Terry would disagree. with <clears> Give me one player that Jordan got locked up by that was a scrub. Oh, that never. No, no, exactly. That's <laughs> <laughs> like the one player that got locked up was a scrub that locked up Jordan. LeBron's not the goal. Like we people really keep wanting him we, to be the we, goat. Yeah, though. they want him to because he's this era's LeBron. He's this era's Jordan. He's this era's Magic. People keep talking about him. He's this era's Magic, not Jordan. So who's this era's Jordan? I, I said Curry because of his presence, but people be blasting me for that. No, you'll never, you'll never get that. <laughs> I know Durant. No, you'll never get that. Durant's, Durant's like Larry Bird. See, here's 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 what I'm telling you. Durant's Larry Bird. This era's Jordan. Yeah. Is actually is actually the level of magic. Like that's what you have to come to grips with. That they don't their Jordan esque player. The best that they have is is only Magic Johnson. It could be Kawhi Leonard when healthy. It, he he hasn't been consistent enough. Well, if he's healthy though, he hasn't been consistent enough. Because the thing about Jordan Lebron, people compare about Lebron this and that. <clears throat> Lebron played defense, but he doesn't play defense consistently, which is why he never mm-hmm. won Defensive Player of the Year ever in his career. Right. Um, Jordan won like a Defensive Player of the Year. He was. Leading the league in steals three times, mm-hmm. he was all defensive player I think nine times. Mm-hmm. He's a ten time scoring champ. Even the years he didn't win MVP, he's the one scoring title. Yeah, which just makes him like the greatest which means ever. He probably should have won MVP. Yeah, but he didn't care. I but think they at just that didn't point, want to give it to him because it was getting a little. It's the Jordan, yeah, like a Jordan thing. Like, but he had five MVPs, ten scoring titles. Insane. The the second closest is Kevin Durant with four. Yeah, how funny is how that? How is that? That's incredible. He got 10 scoring titles like it's, that. It's, and a tough era. Where, it's, it's, Mike and, it's Mike and Kobe. It's a tough era, though, with big men. Mm-hmm. Literally, physically men. Like, they, they dominated that era. And, and he had Shaq. 10 scoring yeah. titles. Mm-hmm. That's insane. 
like he's, no, he's it's incredible. Jordan. It's, yeah, it's, it's what it is. He's the defensive player of the year, which LeBron has never won. So people right. keep bragging about his defense, but you never won defensive player of the year. So I don't want to hear about that. There's always that. somebody playing better defense than LeBron. Yeah, every year. And LeBron keeps bragging, "Oh, I'm the defense." But uh, people keep saying, "Oh, he's a great defender. He's the best defender of the team." Yeah, but have you won defensive player of the year ever right. in your career? No, which he, means you're the best. Play, you're the best defender on your team. Yeah, I think that's why he's magic. You're the best on somebody else's team. That's why he's more like magic. To me. I, I'm not. Always I'm is. Not anti, dude. I'm not. I'm not telling you you're wrong. I'm just. My whole thing is, you just have to look at the errors. And look at this way. Now they're doing a documentary around a 10-hour documentary on Michael Jordan for 30 for 30, ESPN. That's gonna be on Netflix, I think. That's gonna be I think I'm gonna watch it because I want to see the whole documentary, the whole how you got this and that and everything. And I'm just like. Like this, people forget about what he's done, and I get it. Okay, he's six and zero in the finals. As people are gonna remember him as. I thought it was yeah six and zero. I, I almost thought it was seven and zero. No, I mean six, he would have been. Have, he could have made the case he would have been eight and zero if he didn't retire. How about that? <laughs> when you retire, because the game is just too he easy. He didn't. He retired, and he was still fourth all time in scoring. Can you see, believe that? <laughs> That's insane. See, that is insane. That's why I don't want to hear that goat talk out of anybody's mouth. That's why I don't want to hear it from anybody about any anyone other. It's just it's it's not even a fair competition. Because for me for me, the errors have to come into play. Yeah, that too. We're talking about two totally different sets of rules. The game is totally different. Exactly. And it's a lot softer. Like, I know people don't like to hear that. But it is a lot softer. I mean, you got LeBron flopping. He's like 260. How you flop at 260? All I all I ever say is my heroes never flop. The dudes I admired who played basketball never flop. Tracy McGrady was not known for flopping. He's still a great player, uh, man. Michael, Michael Jordan was not known for flopping. No. Allen Iverson was not known for flopping. Uh, uh, Kobe Bryant was not known for flopping. Tim Duncan was not known for flopping. flopping exactly. Meanwhile, I get started on this era, and the first, the two <laughs> biggest names that I come up with, Harden and LeBron. Harden's the biggest flopper of all time. Yeah, Harden. He does that thing every time. I know you can't see, you guys can't see this on, um, because this is audio, but he's like, he drives and he goes like, he does his little head tilt back, yeah, and he's yeah, like a flop. He's like screaming or something. <laughs> and then he could complain, he doesn't get a call, and he's like, I'm telling you, they play it in that era. He will never get those calls. He will never get those calls at all. Everybody go over to my. Everybody go over to my um Instagram. Go to my Instagram and scroll down. I got a conversation, a fake conversation between Harden and um Harden and CP3. Where Harden where Harden goes, uh, CP3 goes. Just play defense. Oh yeah. Man, I'll not do that. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Listen, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go to fake drive to the rim and do my step back three. He was like, listen, man, just they got four all stars. It don't matter. He said, okay, you're right. But instead of defense, I'm gonna just flop. (laughs) And he goes, did he just say flop? Yeah, flop. I'm James Harden. Uh, his defense. <laughs> oh my god, yo. I'm just going to That's just so funny, though. But yeah, LeBron, this era and this and that. I mean, LeBron has three career playoff 40 point triple doubles, and he's like one and two in the in, in record with that. So it's like, it doesn't matter because triple double, they still lose. That's how bad this team is. That's how horrible this team is. Kevin Love is getting 22 15, it still isn't enough. Uh, J.R. Smith is non-existent. Tristan Thompson, I think the Kardashian curse is up to him again because he hasn't seen since again. Um, what is it? Uh, oh, yeah. Kyle Cove disappeared. He got shut down. And I knew he was going to get shut down. He was going to get any open. Eventually, like they were going to catch on. Yeah, like, they got a fast team. Gonna, he's not going to do anything. The Celtics are too good. Brad Stevens is too good. He's good. He they're good in every position other than LeBron. The Celtics are good in every single player. Well, matchup. they're good at LeBron, too. He's just LeBron. Yeah. You can't... That's that's the part that people don't get. I'm not... I never take any... We never take anything away from LeBron. No, he's I LeBron. never did. Yeah, he's LeBron. You can play great defense on him. And he comes back with better offense. It, it's just a thing. I mean, I, I don't, no, no, no question about it. I mean, like, look, in 2K, I play with LeBron all the time. It's fun. But mm-hmm. just like, but like, he can't do 2K stuff. And in real life, he gets shut down like that because his team is just trash. But it's just funny, though, that people are like, oh, LeBron's the GOAT. Like Nick Wright saying he's the GOAT. Or Con Coward. Well, Con Coward is actually realistic. He said Michael Jordan's the greatest player we've ever seen. So he's being realistic about that. But he knows LeBron's going to break all his records and stuff. But he made interesting stuff about. People are going to remember LeBron 
who is finals record. Not all this stat, this and that. Yeah, like, they'll, they'll like he's great, twenty years from now, they remember like, the oh, he was three and five. Yeah, like, yeah. like remember Jordan? Where you remember him? Six and zero. Oh. Like, maybe we care about those. We don't know what else he did. I mean, we probably people who seen know like which the stats is, which and stuff. Is why, but, which is why the argument starts coming up that LeBron is better. Yeah. Because people are watching LeBron in real time now. Yeah. And they, they don't remember. They don't. They didn't see Jordan doing the things he did, and they don't remember the environment and the context of which he played. Like the the, the people he had to deal with. There was and, hand checking. There was a lot of yeah, you the, know the tough defense. Yeah. The, the defenders that were running around ready to knock his head off, and it was allowed. The Masons, the the you know the Oakleys, the, 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 Starks, Oakleys, the, Ant, the, the Pacers the, teams too. They Xavier were Xavier McDaniel's, yeah. like the Charles Barkley's. Like they don't think about those dudes running around hunting you down. So Utah Jazz were tough too. It's all like, yeah. different. It's all different, and and that's why that's the only, in my opinion, that's the only reason why it's even a it's even a conversation. It is because we're in the moment too much. We live in an era now where we're in too much into the moment. As soon as one person makes like a a triple double or like Braun, for instance, we're in the moment. Like, oh, he's the greatest of all time. Or like I remember one time when Stephen Curry came back from his injury, uh, Robin Wahlberg on Twitter was like, he made a thing on Sports Illustrated saying, oh, Stephen Curry is the best point guard of all time. And I'm like, listen, you gotta get more rings here first before you can be the best point guard of all time. I think you can make a case that Curry could be the second best or the third best point guard of all time because of his MVPs and his championships and all that stuff. But you got a long way to go. Like everything, it has to be monitored by what they're gonna do for the rest of their career and what are they gonna be when it's all said and done. Like LeBron's right. probably gonna break records. Or we expected that. But where is it gonna be in finals records? Is it gonna be three and six? Is it gonna be four and five? Is it gonna be five and five? Like we don't know yet. He's mm-hmm. thirty three years old. He probably have a good five years left. After that, we'll see what happens. I mean, LeBron is LeBron, and and he's gonna play a lot of minutes, which is what's hurting his value, in my opinion. Like playing too many minutes. I know he can he's handle it. He's definitely wearing himself. I mean, not he's not wearing himself down, but he if he took it easy a little bit more, he'd probably be a little bit better. He probably would. Um, I just wish he had a better coach though that could tell him, listen, you play too many minutes, man. We gotta give you some rest and let everybody else, you know. Hey, do that if you got a better team. <laughs> that too, yeah. But when he had a better team, he still had to play forty something minutes. I remember that. When he was playing with Miami, he still had to play forty something minutes. When he was playing with the Cavaliers, when he had Irving and Love, he still had to do that. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like LeBron needs like an all star team to win a championship. And then I was looking at research actually yesterday about the Michael Jordan's teams. Other than Scottie Pippen and Dennis Robin, everybody was just like role players. Mm-hmm. They were trash. Like that team was trash. I don't know how they won titles with that team. I'm like, every besides them, that there's no one else on the team that's good. They're all like good role players, but they weren't like, oh, all stars and MVPs. Like, right. just like literally one all star and Scottie Pippen. Everybody else is like, they're good. They're great. Right. And I'm they're like, good. yeah, and, and I'm like, Jordan only had one person on the team really that was good. Everybody else was just like, okay, like when they had Pippen good players. Prime, they, yeah, they, they went, they went in. Yeah, they had good players, but they weren't like superstars or like all stars back then or whatever. They were just good role players in a good system with a great player and a great coach. And I'm like, how did this team win a title? Is Mike still <laughs> co-owner of the Wizards? Yeah, he's still. Oh, I, I don't know exactly. He may be. I know he's the owner of the Hornets. He's the only black owner in the history. Hornets. Well, yeah, Hornets. He played for the Wizards. Yeah, he played for them. He didn't okay. them. But he, he is the only black owner in sports, which is interesting. The only black owner. That's amazing. You see the, um, you see Diddy lost the bid to, uh, yeah. to the Panthers. Yeah. Which I was really hoping he'd pull I think off. Steph Curry, I think Steph Curry wanted to be part of that, too. Yeah, it was it was him, Steph Curry, and then uh, Colin Kaepernick said, yo, call me. I, I want yeah, we're going to own this team, yeah. Group. But I, I knew, I knew that wasn't gonna happen. I feel like at some point in the future, I do want to own a team, something. It's always good to own a team. The I mean, problem is the other owners set it up the right way. I they know. They have to allow I know. you to get in. That was a, that was a pipe dream from the door. If I ever did it though, I want to do like a group ownership though. Hmm? I want to do like a group ownership of some team. Because but then then you can all you have a piece of it at least to own a team. Yeah, I mean, and that's, that's still got money off of them, so. As long as they're good and they're playing well and they're winning games, that's all I don't care. That's all I care, you know, because the more wins, the more sponsorships, the more people come to the games. Right. And the more I get to sit up in my luxury owners. Like, yeah, I just watch them win games and stuff. Great, great stadium food. It's mm-hmm. always awesome. Stadium food is always awesome. Actually, the only thing I, you, only Unless thing you have you can, to pay for it. The only thing you can own right now, actually, is the Green Bay Packers because they're community. Because community ownership, but it's only two fifty to own it, like two fifty of stock. So then you could give them two fifty, you could own the team. Two hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, 
That's crazy, though. If you're not in the ownership box, it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's true. But you, I don't know if you go to those meetings then about the ownership stuff. I know everybody stuff. with 250 isn't sitting up in the owner's seats. Because it's such a small community in Green Bay, so everybody knows each other. We could, probably, we could all probably get a job there as journalists, but the bad thing is that they'll know you, so then if you write something bad, they're going to... come to you. Yeah, they yeah, yeah. see you at the grocery store. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna trash you your and stuff. Your barbershop is sneaking yeah. you on purpose. But, you know, that, that it's just it's good money, though. It is good money. I mean, even, even if it's a small town. Like, I was looking at upstate New York, even, like, Journalists like living in upstate, they pay like eight hundred dollars for a two bedroom apartment, as opposed to New York City where you pay so much money for yeah, a two bedroom apartment. Yeah, good luck. Like that's livable though, and even upstate, and they get paid like thirty five k, and it's still livable. They have so much money left to save after all that. It's incredible. Yeah, but yeah, there's another stat here too. So you know, in game two, right? Uh, the Celtics backcourt of Telly Rozier and Jalen Brown, because Jalen Brown's playing shooting guard. Um. Outscore George Hill and J.R. Smith forty-one to three. Forty-one to three. Can you believe that? That is trash. That's, That's embarrassing to George Smith. Ought to be ashamed of George Hill is supposed to be a good player. Hasn't lived up to his potential being a Cavalier. J.R. Smith is a bum right now. Still hasn't played well at all. He may be in spurts, but that's about it. Like in spurts don't matter. It's so bad. This team is so bad. Spurts don't matter. And people were saying when they made that trade, oh, the Cavaliers got better. Well, I'm sorry. Besides George Hill who could play defense, who else could play defense on their team? Crockett's mm-hmm. not even playing this series. Larry Nash hasn't played this series. Robbie doesn't want to play. Like, what the heck? Is, I don't know why Nance is glued to the bench. Because he know can't what... play defense. Mm-hmm. People keep bragging, oh, they got flanked so they could play better defense. They were never good defenders to begin with, well, he though. Needs, he needs to be. He needs to be developed. He's Ro- still a new Robin Larry Nance player. Larry Nance Jr. is still a new player. He needs to develop. But Ronnie Hood hasn't even played a lot. I don't know. He doesn't want to play is. at all. And I keep telling like people, listen, this trade was was for the future. It wasn't about now. It was about because LeBron's probably gonna leave. He got some players yeah, at least. Start, yeah, they had to start getting it together. That team. I agree. It was just so hyped up the whole time. Marcus Morris is only one of the players that slowed down LeBron James. When he's guarding LeBron, LeBron's 4 or 14. Everybody else is 16 and 28. <laughs> okay, so let's he, move on to a more competitive series. Let's, but, get, let's get off the one, one thing I want to say before we get into the competitive series. Marco Morris said before that he's the only person besides Kawhi that can guard LeBron. So he's backing up his words right now. And I'll give him that. Good for him. Good um, for him. I mean, that's pretty strong. He's actually doing it. So Houston and Golden State. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, the thing about game two was I think that was a game where the Warriors just took a night off. That's Love my life. opinion. Um, Look like it because nobody really tried to score. No, nah, I think I mean they, they tried, they tried, up. but they were like, you know, this game was getting out of hand. I'm just like, oh, so Dray- no, nah, I don't even think Draymond Green was passing up wide open shots. He was just passing. He didn't like try and drive to the basket or anything. Steph Curry started breaking early. Is he really healthy though? On. No, no, he, he's not looking. He's not looking good. I think he's. I think he's winded. I think he's tired. I don't think he's. He's not stamina shaped. Yeah. I think uh, Kevin Durant held it down. Well, yeah, because you dropped like 38 per two But then Clay disappeared. Right? Yeah, they played. If Clay was like... a danger of hitting shots, then that game is completely different. Yeah. But Clay, Clay, Clay disappeared, and uh, Clay disappeared, and Steph and uh, Steph and um, what's name and Green never showed up. No, they did. So, I mean, start, Steph started hit like one three late in the game, but that was about it, really. I yeah. Know. He yeah, is open. He is open. He may he may catch you know. Equal Dodd disappeared too. Yeah. Um. I think the team just wanted to take a night off. To be honest, I, I get credit to the Rockets though. They played well because game played. one they lost. People think that they're gonna get swept. I thought they were gonna get swept because I'm like they're playing this time. I'm like they're gonna get swept. Um. But then game two they came out with more energy, more effort. They were still doing isolation plays, but they were running like. 43 different isolation plays against Stephen Curry. Mm-hmm. They were attacking him every single time. So, you know, I kind of saw that coming because that's the only way you could probably beat the Warriors by attacking Curry. Mm-hmm. And if he's not healthy, of course, they were just attacking him left and right. If he is healthy, that's a different story. Right. But, um, yeah, Chris Paul is playing well. James Harden did his... I mean, the other people like P.J. Tucker, Everett Gordon, and Troy Reza, they were combined 68 points against the Warriors. And they were 12 of 18 from three. That's crazy. So, yeah, they were playing at home, so they had to play, make those threes. Now, we're on the road is a little different because now the talk is, oh, what are the Warriors going to do in Game Three now? Are they gonna is Curry gonna play, you know, better? Is he gonna come off the bench? I don't well, know what's it's gonna happen. It's hard to play worse. Well, it is because he's not in game shape. You know, people yeah, yeah. think that you could be in stamina shape, but the difference between stamina shape and game shape. You, know, you could be in stamina, you could be all fit and everything, but when you play a game, you could be tired as hell in like five minutes. Yeah. 
which is the whole different thing. Remember, he hit, he came right back and hit that first three pointer in eleven seconds. Yeah, in the Pelicans game, and then eleven seconds, eleven minutes. He was like eleven minutes. Might have been eleven. Yeah, it was quick. But he just no, hit, no, no. He hit it in eleven oh, no, seconds. seconds. Yeah, seconds. He just got the ball, shot it up, and it was in already. And just like wow, here he came back already, takes a three. This guy's unbelievable. But yeah, then yeah. since that point though, it, ha- it has been okay for Curry. It hasn't been great, but he still got to get in game shape. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think he'll be. In ga- yeah, a couple of days off. I mean, you know, they got they had Thursday, they had Friday, they have Saturday. You know, they got time. He'll be better. Yeah, he'll be better. I mean, Durant's gonna do Durant what he does best. He just scored thirty eight. The rest is the rest is uh, the rest is a bad look for Houston. Yeah, it is. Golden State rested. Yeah, that's that's a problem. Yeah, because Houston was like in rhythm in that game. Now yeah. they gotta now they gotta get back that on the road with role players. Which which ain't the thing. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. James Harden can't be doing isolation plays all night long. Well, they they were doing real good with sharing the ball. They they looked like Golden State out there, the way the ball was, the way the ball kept moving. Chris Paul being a 30 player right now. I know he's being a 30 player. Yeah. I always say he was because I remember when he was playing Russell Westbrook, he was holding him so many times. There were yeah, probably no foul calls and anything. Then, yeah. then there's then there's the, the idea that now that the refs have noticed that, and it's a, and it's their home court. Yeah, you let not go. Let that kind of thing slide. Yeah, because if he elbows Durant again in the butt, he might get a flagrant one for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he he elbowed in the butt. The referees just do nothing, nothing about it. I, mean, I was like, I, wow. See, but that's the kind of thing. That this that's what I say. It's stuff like that that makes me think. Okay, that's just the way the hometown, the home team is supposed to get. You know, it's those rigged. are the calls that they're yeah. not, not rigged, but those are the calls you're supposed to get when you're the home team. Well, the calls are supposed to be no calls when you're the home team. I just realize that the Knicks don't get that. Because they don't like the Knicks. It's pretty yeah. obvious. I mean, just think about last year in the finals in game uh, four with the Cavaliers and Warriors, right? That first mm-hmm. quarter that Cavaliers had like 22 free throws. Come on, man. Yeah. That's that's rigged right there. Like, you can't have 22 free throws in one quarter. Thank, like, God, we got, uh, thank God we got Fizz. <laughs> Take that for data. Oh my God! If you gotta have a lot of arguments, then in, not in, in, the, look in the court, in the court, you have arguments with the referees with stuff. Watch. I like, mean, he's calls, going to. Yeah, yeah watch. Absolutely. Watch. He's going to. No question. Like, and mention the press conference too. He would say same stuff over and no over. No question. So I can't uh, wait we, for that, dude. It's it's gonna that train will not be late. Just let it rock. He's definitely gonna have a lot to say, and he's gonna have a reason. And when he sees the, the, the lack of calls that the Knicks are getting used, this is going to be incredible. Yeah, the lack of bull stuff that's happening there. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's it's going to be incredible. So, game two for the Warriors. This is the fourth worst playoff loss under Steve Kerr. Um, the la- the other one, the actually the biggest one, was on June 8, 2016 at Cleveland. They lost by 30, which is like two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, the second one was OKC. They lost by 28. Hmm. Uh, and also the same year too that series they lost by 24 so then this one they lost by 22 and then Cleveland 21 which was last year in the and I guess game 4 and then New Orleans this year by 19 so you know they have some worse losses on Steve Kerr but they still have a winning record so it doesn't really matter yeah like they still won those series that we're talking about and taking like a day off basically I mean they, it took a night off everybody, everybody takes a night off you know they're pacing themselves I mean they lost like one game every single series I mean, they really, got I'm really out. not that worried no, I'm not worried. If they go back, they watch tape. They, they play they harder. Yeah, they play yeah. harder, play tougher. Steph Curry makes three. Durant does what he does best, scoring 30, whatever. Clay shows up. Clay shows up. Green shows up. Nick Young shows up, who's becoming like a sniper now in the three-point Which line. Which is amazing. And he's playing pretty good defense, too. I think, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Nick Young starts on game three, actually. Let Steph come off the bench? No, no. I think I think they should start Nick Young. I think Curry should still start. Although, maybe they should start Curry off the bench so they can boost off the bench, maybe. And maybe just have Durant and Livingston and Green and Eagle Dalla and those guys. Because, for all I know, if you have that lineup, it makes it hard for Houston to attack somebody because everybody else can defend. They, how, is, how, is, um, how is Nick's defense? Who's defense? Nick Young. Nick Young. It's okay. It's above average, I guess. Okay. But like, if you had that lineup and Curry comes off the bench, it's hu- it's harder for Houston to attack somebody in the Warriors because everybody could defend. Mm-hmm. So they, they, then they can't do these mismatches anymore with Curry. Now it's gonna be like, oh, who are we gonna attack? He can't attack Durant because he's seven feet and he's a pretty good defender too. Right. So it's like, yeah, it makes it harder. I mean, I don't know. Will Curry be willing to come off the bench? That's a question, though. I, of course he will. Of course he will. It's Especially best for the when, team when they show him the tape and see how bad he was thinking it up. 
Yeah. Of course he's gonna want to come. Maybe in. maybe he plays better off the bench until he gets fully fully healthy. Yeah. Then he can start. Maybe like start because I I thought they left him in too long in game one too. Yeah. I, I was I didn't understand why he was still in the game when it was like clearly over. Mm-hmm. I thought they could have pulled him way sooner. Yeah. So I mean anything can happen. I, I believe though that you know. If Stephen Curry plays well, then they'll win. I mean, he's like the guy. He's like Le- LeBron James kind of for the Warriors. Because mm-hmm. if like if he stinks up the joint, they lose. I mean, we've seen that. Durant gets 38, they still lose. But if Curry plays well, they most likely win. So I think they're like the record's like what like 17 and three right now with Durant Curry in the lineup together. Okay. So the last three losses have been like from last year too and this year. Um, so yeah, like they're really unstoppable together. When Curry plays well and Durant plays well, they're unstoppable. They're like the dynamic duo of the NBA. Mm-hmm. You can't stop them because they both can shoot. So it's like Durant's like a taller version of Curry, basically. <laughs> How about that? But he just could post. Seven foot wingspan. Yeah, he just could post up and do all his other stuff. He can shoot well. He's not, but he's not shooting like Curry or Thompson. But he can shoot well when he when he when he gets on fire Thompson from three. can make a difference in the game, too. He's he got to show up. He's Defensively, yeah, he has to play better defensively. You can't have P.J. Tucker get, like, 22 points on 8 or 9 shooting. Yeah. That's one thing. You can't keep breaking it. You can't. You're one of the splash brothers. You got to guard James Harden a little bit better. Um, but you got to score, too. Like, Yeah, even if it's twos. Like, again? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like, twos. like this score. Point blank layups. They could, like, they could two-point people to death. Okay, you know, that's the three-point shot every time, the Warriors. They could two-point people to death. Right, like or I've drive to the basket. Yeah, I've Because they don't that. have too many people underneath. They can handle green if he decides to go. And they're more balanced this year. They're Iguodala not like the three. Too. Yeah, Iguodala got to step it up, too. He can't just be out there thinking he's going to take threes like he's some kind of three-point specialist. Get JaVale specialist. McGee back in the game. He was doing great with blocks. And you laughing. I'm serious. <laughs> JaVale McGee. But the thing is, if McGee's, McGee's in the game, it's just a mismatch thing. Because they're going to put Harden with him. They get dribble, 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 dribble. Try to go drive by, dribble, step dribble, back, and yeah, step back. You know, I look at James Harden. I'm like, people say he's the best offensive player they've seen, but I'm like, the only thing he has is a step back three and his moves. He has no post up game whatsoever. He has good footwork, I give you that, but he has no post up game. Right. What's gonna happen when a step back three is not there anymore and he can't make that shot when he's older? Like. That could be the same stuff. Yeah, but that's that's a long time from now. Well, like most two or four years from now? No, longer than because most people, most players we're talking about go develop a shot when they can't drive to the basket anymore. So that becomes their fate. That becomes their favorite shot. Like Jordan stopped driving to the basket, but he got better at shooting. Yeah, the step back and all that stuff. So yeah. if, if Harden is doing that already, that means there's not a lot of wear and tear on him from the door. So he's going to be doing that shot for a while. And if the step back three isn't working, he just brings it in a little bit, and now he's got a mid range. So now he can literally, as you were saying, two somebody to death. That's true. That's so, what they got to start doing then if they can't make threes. Set a pick and roll for him, and it's off. Same thing with Curry. He doesn't take threes. He can, take, he can just two them to death. He could be doing a mid range shot every single time, and eventually he'll make threes. They did that with the Pelicans. That's why they blew him out. Mm-hmm. They just really just shot a lot of twos more than threes. They play great defense. They shot a lot of twos. They're playing like a triangle offense, basically. Mm-hmm. And and Curry's going to do that probably in game three against this team because if they could warn out James Harden, if they could war out Chris Paul, that's what I would do. I think that what they're going to do in game three, they're going to war out these, these two stars. They're going to make them run around a lot because Chris Paul's not even healthy either. Something's wrong with him with his Achilles, I think. So they're probably going to war out Chris Paul, make him run a lot so they can beat tires. Same thing with James Harden because James Harden can't defend either. Just mm-hmm. make him get mismatches with James Harden. Like Durant on and James Harden and shoot him. Tucker. Yeah, MJ Tucker, like, he's not going to get on fire again. I mean, most of his shots were from the three-point line on the corners. So just don't make him take corner threes, and maybe, you'll, maybe you won't make as many threes as you think. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think... But Curry's going to make all these adjustments. Yeah, Curry's going to make these That's my thing. I'm not really worried necessarily. I mean, I'm not... Worried's uh, the wrong word, because I'm not, I'm not a... I don't have a dog in this fight. Like I just kind of want to see what happens. At this yeah, point. I want to see a good series. I hope it goes six or seven, but if it goes five, I want to be surprised either. Like, it just, but it just I'd love out. to see which one of these two run up against the Celtics. <sighs> well, so I think so it's a gone conclusion that the Celtics are going to win the series. See, I don't see LeBron pulling this out. In four, five, six? I saw Cavs were going to win in six, but looking at this, I'm like, I mean, yeah. they could still win in six, but... I, I, thought it was, I thought it was five to begin with. Celtics? Yeah, I'm going to stick with that, but... You'd be shocked if it was four. I wouldn't be shocked if they swept them. 
that because be because embarrassing the Cavs, though the Cavs came the Cavs looked like they were doing something in that second game and then they had to leave for a little down. while and then they just came back and stomped them like it was nothing and then it all went downhill that's what happened when did they play next um they're playing Cleveland yeah well I'll, I'll I can make a better prediction after seeing how they react in, in Cleveland on Saturday tomorrow. Yeah. Um, I just think they're gonna play well the first quarter. This is how it's gonna happen. They're gonna play well the first quarter. They're gonna be all you know, all happy, energetic. Cause it'll be mm-hmm. ten point lead, maybe eight point lead in the second quarter. Then stuff is gonna go in the second quarter, go on a little run, make a close game. Then they're gonna be up by three or four heading into the half. And then the second half, they're just gonna blow them away. That's what, that's my plan. Again. That's what's gonna happen. Cause LeBron's gonna get worn out. He's probably gonna get like twenty something again, like in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. And then. Uh, well, Jasper maybe may make a few shots because they're playing at home, so it gives them a little energy, whatever. With that. But after that, he's gonna start missing. All gonna start. Cassell's gonna play tougher on defense. Gonna do all this and that. Jalen Brown's gonna ball out, get like twenty something again, and and Jason Tatum's gonna get like fifteen or sixteen, and Smart Smart's gonna get like ten or twelve, and Marcus Morris same thing. Like they're gonna be so balanced, and they're gonna blow them out. Fourth quarter gonna come. And it's also gonna be, oh, the Cavs are down three and zero, and then it's gonna be, well, no one's ever come back from three and zero, but LeBron can do it because he's LeBron James. And then we'll see. And then, and then yeah. he's gonna get swept, and then it'll be like, oh, um, is LeBron still the goat? And then they'll be like, oh yeah, he's still the goat because he carried this weak team to the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, LeBron still the goat. But then you have the other argument be like, oh, well, he lost to a team without Kyrie Irving, Gordon Haywood, so how's he the goat? I mean, he lost to Jason Terry. Uh, in the Dallas Mavericks, and we're off. And he yeah. and Equal Dollar was MVP in 2015, the Finals MVP, and he had Kawhi Leonard be Finals MVP too, and they weren't even that great. And you're gonna make the case if they lost to the Spurs in 2013 that Danny Green would have been the MVP of that series. True. So it's like, true. How he legit points? How is he the goat? Because he's getting MVPs, Final MVPs by people that are not even stars like that. Dude, you can't ask me these questions. I don't think he's the goat. I don't think he's a goal either. He may be, to me, he's like Payne Manning. He will break records, get stats, yeah, but sure. at the end of the day, Tom Brady is the goal. Greatest uh, season quarterback. Season quarterback. Yeah. Season quarterback. Yeah, but sure. then Tom Brady's still the goal because he can do everything and he's five. T- like, Tom Brady is the goal because he got five rings. Right. That's how I know he's the goal of a right. quarterback. You could get four, be tied with Joe Montana, but if he didn't get that fifth ring, I don't think he would have been the goal, in my opinion. Okay. But he cemented it with and that. And he's still not, the, he's the greatest. He's not the best. No, he's the greatest quarterback. All time. That's fine with me. He he cemented it when he got that fifth ring. I can I can like say that. there was no argument anymore. That's it. Nah, it was over. You got you got to top him. You got to top the rings. It's all about the rings. If people talk about the rings, they'd be like, oh, if you got five, we have one more ring than him. Yeah, when you get him. to when you get to Jordan, it's like he well, you all you can say is he's got six rings. Yeah, I don't have but, to say anything else. Yeah, that's it. That's all argument I need. I don't have to say that, that, that this is we're done now. It's like, like that movie, Bad Teacher. I think um I think it was um that forgot that he was saying it to his kid like. Oh, I thought you got six rings. That's all I need, though. <laughs> That's the argument I need. It's six. That's all anybody oh. needs. It's over. Like, the conversation's finished. Tim after. Duncan had a chance to be 6-0. and We didn't lose that final, though. And if Tim Duncan was 6-0, he would have been the only player besides Jordan to be 6-0. and Yeah. And they would have been like, oh, but Tim Duncan better than Jordan? Or is he up there now with Jordan? Well, they, they have a conversation now about him being better than Kobe. Being a better player than Kobe, which I disagree with. I mean, Kobe's got five rings, and... He's five and two in the finals. He, he, he's he's got five rings and he's got how many different coaches? How many different systems? That's how true. many different owners? Like that's true. Meanwhile, Tim Duncan played with what? One system, one coach, mm-hmm. one owner, the entire time, surrounded by like proverbial mm-hmm. all stars or like really really great yeah. players. Whereas Kobe was just kind of like yeah in and out and played with like a bunch of people and this and that and he still made it happen when he had Gasol and Bayum and that group yeah the second he, he liked Jordan yeah the second he got another good player made like it work some other solid good players he he pulled it off I mean he had Gasol and Bayum but everybody else was just a bunch of role players right they I mean, weren't even superstars or all-stars or anything like LeBron right. he's like a no, super like team Fisher to win and... yeah LeBron he's like a super team to win where you look at the Lakers they had Gasol he had a great coach he had Fisher and these guys are role players and they just made it happen mm-hmm. like but LeBron needs help for some reason. He's like a superstar team to to, to win a title. Because he's not the GOAT. Exactly. That's he, why he's not he, the he GOAT. He you butt so far, but he's not the GOAT. And I, I'm just saying, like, these past teams that won titles, I look at them, I'm like, they were trash if it weren't for the superstar. Like, they were bad. I mean, Phil Jackson's a great coach and all, and he's coached them, and that's what he's supposed to do. 
Mm-hmm. And then Le- that's why LeBron never going to be good because he never had a good coach. You know, if he had a good coach, maybe he would have had a better yeah, record. Yeah, he was kind of uncoachable. Yeah, and that's his problem too. Like he, he's got three towns, he's doing what he's want, but he had a coach, he'd been good. Um, it was one thing too. Also, I want to say like you know, like at five rings, Kobe had five rings, Duncan has five rings, Jeter has five rings, and Jeter was five and two in the World Series. Kobe was five and two in the you know playoffs. Like mm-hmm. it's just a bunch of good players in sports that they all have like five rings and stuff. Like, and you can all they call relate. I guess they're all mm-hmm. in the same room. Tom Brady, and Kobe, and Jeter. Six. Yeah, they, all, they could all be in the same room for all they care. All four of them could be in the same room. Robert Parrish shows up. Be interesting conversation. But but them. but does Robert already belong in that room? No, because he's a role player. He said he has seven rings. I, I agree. Steve Kerr has five rings, but he's a role player. I agree. So, I mean, those four are in the room, and maybe for Ray Lewis in there because he has two rings as a linebacker and whatever. It'll be an interesting conversation. That's all I know. But, yeah, that's going to do for today's show, guys. We'll probably talk about next week about the whole what's going to happen to the series if it's over already. <laughs> I think maybe we'll just talk about the finals by next week. We'll see. Um, and also the coachings, uh, the coaches in the league, I mean, the postseason. And these awards, we're definitely gonna talk about that. But you can follow me at Morning's Ten. I'm over at Mr. Mech. Uh, and you can listen to all these episodes on SoundCloud and iTunes. See you next week. Peace.